105.7 Medium Wave Radio Pulpit coming to you. We trust the Father is doing you good, blessing you so much in a mighty way. I am talking to Sipati Tawuli tonight. Welcome and good evening, Sipati. Good evening, Pastor Thank you so much for having me. I hope you're well in this first day of many people going to school. Oh, yes, it has been an awesome day. Um, there's nothing as great as seeing our children going to school, mm. you know. Um, and I think that I realized today, actually, when I took my last born to high school, mm. that we need to really treasure these moments because in no time, you know, there'll be adults, you know, um, they'll be starting their life off somewhere else. Um, without you, so it's these moments that we need to really treasure mm, and mm. be present in their lives. Yeah. Hey, you know, uh, many people would think that people are young now until someone tells you that my last born is at high school. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, yeah, 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 no. Tonight, <laughs> we are talking about the value of servitude in a marriage and this is the attitude of service from both husband and wife and uh, uh, what it means since this has been seen as something that should be done by the other gender instead of the other in these cases you would see that much of the times it is expected upon women to do this why am i saying this in december i was able to see quite a lot of things you know uh, uh, and, and you know, I should say without a doubt that many people maybe would eat me with their teeth, uh, especially when I say this. But uh, most of the, the documentaries I was looking at, watching, and uh, most of the interviews I have heard and some of the talk shows I have been listening to um, I've heard that uh, there is this aspect that men in general, not all, but men in general, have a notion that a wife is someone that is supposed to iron, wash, cook, uh, do kitchen work, clean, uh, clean after you, serve you, you know, uh, and uh, all the the benefits that you need in a marriage, you must be able to bring those across. And there has been attitudes that have been developed that if you can't do those things, you are either substituted or replaced. You know, uh, that's why you see Izitembu and all those kinds of things coming into the fore. And I realized and I said, wow, I, I thought we had crossed that bridge in the late 80s as I was a teenager then, you know. But it looks like we have not crossed that bridge. You know, uh, uh, women uh, are still expected to be the ones that are serving. Men to knock off at work, go to a bar, you know, get a side chick and then go home and then, you know, feed people at home with money and then go away, do what they want, and have this status, I have a wife and children, as if they are stock, you know. And this thing is also happening in the churches of the saints, the churches of the You still see those kinds of things really happening. 
the aspect of the submission is always um, misunderstood. Uh, but in the word, it speaks from the perspective of power that the other one is told to be able to work with the other. And this one is chosen as a leader. You are the support of that leadership. You know, uh, and many people don't see it that way. You know, uh, that husband and wife should serve one another. It's very rare or, you know, in not many cases will you hear a husband saying, I can do the dishes, not necessarily with you, but also alone. I can arrange, you know, dinner, not necessarily with you at all times, but also alone to serve you. <laughs> you know, um, uh, all the benefits that you need. I can also do the washing, the clothes, not necessarily because uh, I am uh, doing them with you, but I am doing them because it's also my duty to do them. It's very rare that you find people like that, actually. They still throw their socks all around the bed, their shoes. They ask their wives, where is my belt? You know? And all, all those kind of things and stuff. I'm not talking against men here. I am talking about a trending aspect of apportioning in a wrong way the, as the issue of, of servitude. In that instead of it going both ways, it is linked only to one gender, mostly. That is the problem we have today. Sipati. Yeah, I totally agree, Pastor. I think when it comes to servitude, we're still stuck in the 80s somewhere. You know, everything else is changing except that. I mean, you listen to how um, Bomakoti are spoken to when they get married by those who are older than them, where they are told you must cook for him, you must iron for him, you must do this and this and that. And on the other hand, there is no balance. The husband is not told the same. The husband is not told that when you actually go into marriage, this is um, two people who will willingly submit to one another. This is two people who have now chosen whom they will serve, not one person serving the other. And I think that once or unless we get that balance right, we will forever see what we are witnessing today, things like gender-based violence, etc., and abuse and manipulation in the marriage, you know? So I think that it's very important for us to understand that marriage is about submitting to one another out of reference for Christ. It is not about one being dominant. Yes, the Word of God says a man is the head of the family or the leader of the family, but true leadership comes through servanthood. I mean, we look at how Christ demonstrated that, you know, him being God, he was a servant of the people. And we see this in how he washed the feet of his disciples, you know, so he didn't only speak about serving or servanthood, but he demonstrated and lived that. And it is um, our responsibility and as God's children to imitate what Christ um, demonstrated on earth. So we need to let go of the notion that women go into marriage so that they can be slaves to their husbands. They go into marriage so that they can serve the husband, um, but and get an understanding that this is a partnership where 
we are all equal in front of God's eyes. We are all worthy, meaning that um, when he says that there is neither Jew um, or there's neither male or female, it means that in his eyes we are equal. And when we go into this partnership of marriage, we go into it to serve one another with love. Mm. Now, you know, uh, <laughs> it has become an accepted thing, Sipati. Mm-hmm. Even in the in the churches, I I, I don't know how Yalona were talking to you. These things are not the same. Uh, you would find on the one called Makoti, with a, that's a very derogative name actually. Uh, uh, they are told, "Yo, hapo muna, kislepo lalang a dimisiwa, kislepe." Waibana, and they are told that um um ugum tobelu ya lalelintai shoyo yonke and all those kind of things. It means you don't actually have an opinion when uh, uh, whatever he wants, you must be that which he wants. You know, uh, but not the same thing is spoken of the other, and then that is why you see there are clashes in marriage. You know, uh, uh, in the first two years, clash is so much. Then in the third year, people divorce. You know, it, it is quite sad. We see those kind of things. So next up, when we touch on, on some of the moments, let's elaborate even far much more on this one. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 67 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit's Facebook page makes you more a part of the station than ever before. Now you can give your opinion regarding our programs or even contact your favorite presenter. You can get the latest news and existing programs and communicate with other listeners. Come on, let your fingers do the talking on Radio Pulpit's Facebook page. It's interactive and dynamic. Just visit facebook.com forward slash Radio Pulpit. Words of truth and value. You'll find it on 657 AM. It's 657 AM. The sounds of your life. Welcome back, 657 Medium Wave Radio Pulpit. And uh, of course, I'm talking to Sibati Dabudi, and here we are. And the issue here is the attitude of servitude, you know, in a marital setting. How both husband and wife should be able to serve one another, you know, and uh, to serve for one another, for each other, to serve, you know, in order to benefit the other. And how this should become an attitude of marriage. Um, what makes many marriages to, to stay on, and I'm not saying I have an experience in marriage. You know, I've only been married for 23 years. So there are those who have been married for quite a long time. And, and prior to that, to tell you the honest truth, I had no idea of marriage as being good. So, uh, but one of the things that I think is working, it is when both... Uh, parties would uh, humble themselves to each other. Number one, that is a beautiful moment to humble yourself to each other. Regardless of your social status, the problem with uh, married people of today, once the other one can achieve some other things, then they want to be, you know, the the incredible hulk of the, the family. 
and and to the detriment of a good relationship that they have had with their spouse and even their children uh fathers in the late uh, 80s and uh, um you know early 90s and so on it was very rare that you would see them going to uh how can i put it it, it would be rare to see them going to school to fetch their children attending functions and all those kind of things and stuff they would delegate that to to the women to their wives you know which is very wrong but you know as we continue to talk over the media and and stuff this attitude had gone on to change that is how i was saying to see party earlier on before we started the show that you know the father has placed us on a platform where we need to speak and uh, the way it put us to speak about these things it means something is happening and the attitude of serving one another is also visible when when men also take up their roles not only as spoken as leaders and wives should become their uh, subjects and all those kind of things and stuff but in servitude it means they set an example of leadership and leadership means then they would show their children that hey your mother is a queen uh your mother should always be told she's beautiful your mother should be loved the word says love your wife she should be loved they should see it you are saving her uh, uh and, and the mother should always be respected you know um yeah she can't be crying because now there's this new girl with big hips who is busy with you now you know she can't no 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 and and then of course also uh, another aspect and moment should be that you know um appreciation you know appreciate her efforts and all those kind of things and stuff and don't expect those things only from her but also do them to 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 her now as the word says do unto others as you'd have them do unto you this principle should aspect should also become part uh, of of servitude um in order to get the service that you would expect from your spouse give that service first to her or to him mm-hmm. that is how it would work see buddy mm-hmm. absolutely pastor i think let me first go back to the first point that you made when you know what we see basically happening is that in the home when mm. a child is sick or when there's something wrong with the kids um there's always the mother who shows up Eesh. you know as yeah. if um the mother is the designated person in the home to be taking care of such issues and that just shows you an imbalance that exists within our families to say there's just too much responsibility that is one-sided or that is put on women and just because men are expected to be the providers in the home just because they bring the money in the home um they feel that everything else should be on the other person or whether they should be served because they bring in the money but what we're failing to understand hence i said i think when it comes to servitude we're stuck in the 80s but what we're failing to understand now is that we've got women who are also career women mm. who are working and bringing money into the home mm. so we cannot still have a one-sided um servant 
in the home where the servant provides also for the family, makes sure that kids are, are at school, makes sure that kids attend um, whatever um, activities that they need to attend. Whenever the child is sick, the father will never take off at work, but the woman is always expected to take off at work. You know, um, I see it also with myself uh, uh, at work where you find, um, especially in the beginning of the year, most of the women that we work with would take off to attend to issues of school and all of that. But the male counterparts in the office are always present. You will never hear anyone asking, can I please take a day off or can I please knock off early so that I can, I can attend to my daughter or my son's school issues, etc. So we need to get to a point where we balance the equation to say, these are both our children, and when the need arises, one of us will have to attend to it. It cannot always be the female that is always present, the female that is always taking care of things, when both are very much capable of doing so. So, for example, you'll find that the woman's job is too demanding, and she gets home late, and when she gets home late, she's still expected to cook because just because she's the wife not because of anything else, but because she's a woman. And according to, you know, everything else, it is, it is expected of the woman to be the one in the kitchen and preparing food. But if a husband um, is able to get home earlier and is able to cook for the family, I see nothing wrong with that. It doesn't mean that they are, you know, any less of the leader in the family or the head of the family. What we need to understand is that um, leadership or servant leadership does not put the leader above the follower. In other words, if I am a servant leader, my main concern should be to empower those who are my followers. In other words, I want to raise more leaders instead of just followers. You know, sometimes one of the things to look into uh, is also, you know, that we we look <laughs> uh, into the real moments of servanthood or servitude. Mm -hmm. Look, servitude implies that the work chores, you also become part of the work chores at home. You become part of the errands at home. You become part of raising children at home. There are some people who would tell you, uh, I am close to my mother, but my father, we don't talk that much. But I love him. I know he's there. You know, <laughs> I know he gives us money. I know he keeps us floating, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but I don't relate to her that much, you know, to him that much. Uh, uh, the, the aspect of, of servitude also implies that in the growth of children, you, be, you become part of that. In the education and instruction of children, you become part of that. Uh, in setting an example in honoring uh, the Creator, the Father, Yehua Elohim, you also become part of that. Many men don't even go, you know, to church with their children. It's only the wife that goes. They remain behind smoking cigars, um, watching porn, and, and, and all those kinds of things. It, it is sad that you see those kinds of things happening that 
you know, they don't become part of the spiritual development of the children. Servitude implies that you also are part of the spiritual development of the children. It is not the mother alone who, who does that. And even vice versa, it's not the father alone. Here's another aspect also there. You know, when it comes to discipline, many, many women would like to, when discipline becomes tough and they say, hey, now I'm going to talk to your dad. You know, and all those kinds of things and stuff. No, it is work for the both. It should be that way. Because if this task of servitude is neglected and there's an imbalance, everyone that is coming out of that marriage is going to have personality problems. All right, when we come back, we're going to be touching on that. It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to, someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text? Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression or anxiety, speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 064-530-6805 or 074 Double nine five nine zero eight five. Our I Am Youth Counseling Team, Charles Dudoy and Danny Vambili, are ready to connect with you today. Radio Pulpit's Facebook page makes you more a part of the station than ever before. Now you can give your opinion regarding our programs or even contact your favorite presenter. You can get the latest news and existing programs and communicate with other listeners. Come on, let your fingers do the talking on Radio Pulpit's Facebook page. It's interactive and dynamic. Just visit facebook.com forward slash Radio Pulpit. As easy as the touch of a button, the message of life on 657 AM. 657 Medium Wave Radio Pulpit coming to you live. I'm talking to Sipati Dabudi and uh, we are handling this issue. And uh, this is one of those things that we need to look into. uh, The effects. If basically, and and I'm saying this, there's quite a lot of this. I was talking to Sipati about this. Uh, if servitude is not there, especially in raising kids, we we develop children who are having an an an, an imbalance in their characters. Character formation becomes imbalanced, unbalanced, and then they grow up to become adults who are let me underline it abnormal in terms of character traits. And uh, um, it's either they become more vulnerable and all those kinds of things. I was talking about the girl who basically did not get the fatherly care and love. This girl actually would look for it. There's a tendency that they would look for it elsewhere. And most of the people you would find this girl being involved with are of an older generation. Uh, and you think, oh, this girl is a slave queen. No, not necessarily. But they, they lack that. And they find that. That is why you will hear them saying, I don't find anything nice with the takataka. You know, mm. uh, it is because they find that thing with the older men, uh, which is like, you know, daddy, I'll take care of you and all that. That's why they call them daddy and all those kinds of things and stuff. Mm. Uh, uh, and then there, 
they become damaged because uh, you find that the men who come to them are just using them, you know. And uh, uh, before you know it, they throw them away and they experience the same rejection that they experience from their own father. So they become a mess. With boys, uh, uh, if raised by a mother only, there comes an aspect where you would find that the mother says, Joe, this person has become more stronger than me, more powerful than me. There are things that I tell him, and I'm not saying all of them are like that. Uh, there are things that I tell him and then he doesn't do them. And actually he's getting his way around us now. We are scared of him. Um, I don't know if you've heard when someone, a, a, a woman would say, I am scared of my son now, you know. Um, yeah, they can just take anything uh, and go away. No one can tell them a thing, you know. Um, they take the pension money and my white ear and all those kind of things and stuff and all those, you know, they become aggressive. And it has started because they lacked that that, that fatherhood uh, touch of discipline, you know. Um, uh, Both parents are needed in serving as disciplinarians of their own children and their unique contributions bring a balance. Well, uh, also with the family, a family and a marriage. Let's start with a marriage. A marriage becomes unstable if there is no equal servitude. Uh, the aspect of servitude must be equal. It must be satisfying to both. It must be bringing fulfillment to both. It must be bringing actualization uh, of the character of the other from both. You know, it must be bringing also uh, the culmination of satisfaction from both. If that is not looked into quite properly, those marriages are holding by by a thread. That is why you'll hear people saying, no, I'm just staying in here because, well, we got kids. Others are staying there because we got business together. Others are staying there because they want to keep a married profile, you know. Um, It is quite sad. There's a lot of unhappiness that that generates there. There's a lot of uh, uh, trouble that generates there and also all forms of spousal disrespect because they don't serve each other. Uh, Another one would want to be served elsewhere, you know, because they don't serve each other. Then you'd see the proliferation of adultery and all those kinds of things from both sides. Wow. So what we see happening, Pastor, is that there's so much focus and emphasis on women having to be marriage material. Mm, so the, mm. the woman is told that they need to act in a certain way, they need to conduct themselves this way. There's just too much emphasis on the woman mm. and less emphasis on men becoming marriage material yeah. as well. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I think if the focus could be balanced on both male and female, then we would see the true value of servitude in the marriage. Mm. But because it's one-sided, and I wish sometimes I could, you know, uh, listen in on those, um, um, the meetings that the people would have with the, with the groom, and just get to hear what they really say to these men. Because mm. 
one thing for sure is that women are given clear instructions on how to keep their household together. They are told that this is the way you conduct yourself. And, and I hope that men are also given clear instructions, which also include the value of serving your wife and your family, not only just providing for them, you know, um, but, and, and I think when we talk about providing, most of us think about money mm, mm. and um, but it's quite broad because I mean modeling a godly character Absolutely. is also providing for your family yeah. because they need to see you taking care of their spiritual needs, mm. meaning that the leadership as far as godly character is concerned should be modeled by you, you know, so I think that that's where we get it wrong in the beginning when we we speak to Makoti and we speak to the groom, there's so much imbalance that one goes into it expecting to be served and the other goes into it expecting to be the servant uh, the servant to the other one. Um, we, actually, we should be having people going into marriage with the understanding that they are going into it to serve one another sincerely and with love. And also with the understanding that being the head of the family does not mean dominating or dominance over your wife or being a master, but basically means being a servant to your wife and being a servant to your to your children and your, your, your family. And once we get that right, it becomes then easier for us to be able to do what the Word of God expects of us in Proverbs 22 when it says we should train up a child in the ways that they should go. And even when they are old, they will not turn from that. But the reason why we see these things happening where children are going after, I mean, um, a girl child goes after an older woman, an older man, is because of the absent father who is present physically but does not take up the role that is expected of them within the family. So that one-sidedness or the imbalance has caused a lot of problems um, in the way that children have, have been raised. It has caused a lot of problems in the way that society looks at the family structure today. You know, today we stay in marriages, as you mentioned, we stay in marriages for the sake of, you know, being labeled as somebody who's married. But we're not taking up the role that is expected of us. We're not into it serving one another. And in serving one another, there's so much fulfillment because you know that this person is taking care of my needs and I'm taking off, uh, taking care of their needs. And that brings so much satisfaction. There is no one-sidedness. There is no feeling of, oh, he's above me. Um, I need to humble myself, myself, even when, you know, I'm being abused, etc. But when the balance is there, the there's so much joy that is found in the family. Absolutely, indeed. When we come back, let's do the final thought on this one. How do I keep a healthy, beautiful attitude of service in a marriage? If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 67 or go to Radio Pulpit website on 
www.radiopulpit.co.za. Many people across South Africa are being blessed and encouraged by the Radio Pulpit devotional magazine, The Word for Today. This publication places the gospel of Jesus Christ in the hands of more than 100,000 people every day, inspiring every person, from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives in the streets. Each edition contains daily scripture-based devotionals and inspiring articles to help you grow spiritually. The booklet is given with the compliments of Radio Pulpit, but your donation, large or small, will help us to print the next edition and continue being the hope of the gospel to a world in desperate need. The Word for Today. Get yours today on 012-334-1200 or subscribe online at www.radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. You're at 657 AM. Radio carrying 24 hours a day. 657 Medium Wave Radio Pulpit coming to you. We trust, we believe the Father is doing you good, blessing you so much in a mighty way. Now, we are coming to the final part of the matter, Sipati. And, you know, uh, people are looking for solutions. What should be done? When things are like this, after Peter had spoken the powerful sermon that he did of boldness, people were cutting their heart and they said, what do we do now? What should be done now? And I believe also we become cutting our hearts. If the father makes us aware of the plight of the institution that he has set for us, which is marriage and some of the things that are happening, then we are asking what should be done? One of the things that I have discovered is that there is quite a lack of true marital seminars. And I'm not looking down at those that are there. But there's quite a lack of true marital seminars. Actually, the marital seminars that we see culminating are seminars that only address women instead of men. Or they address women mostly instead of addressing men. Another aspect is also that they have gone on to actually um, uh, put focus on how a woman should be in a marriage than how a man should be in a marriage. There is quite a lack of the aspect of how gender roles are actually meant to serve each other, you know, uh, for the glory of the Father. There is a lack of making people aware of how their marriages can glorify the Father, you know, because that very aspect has been downshadowed by what people want when they enter into marriage. It's no longer about the glory of the Father. It is about what they want. Others are getting in because they know financially they will be strong. They know uh, somewhat, somehow, they will be able to make much more money uh, together. Others are business traits. Others are getting in because already there's a kid. Others, it's damage control. It is no longer that, you know, I feel now I am called to marry, you know. Um, uh and, and we should get back to the basics of that. And marriage seminars that address couples and genders equally and uh, showing how to serve, these should be brought back. 
um, these also should become aspects where you find that people are able to have workshops. You know, in those workshops, they are able to deal with issues that they find difficult uh, to deal with from their own spouses and find ways to deal with these. Someone stood up one day at a, a men's dialogue and then said, my pastor told me that uh, Hemusadi I'm telling you. And, and we were shocked to hear that. We were shocked to hear that. And the pastor had to stand up to say, no, but I didn't mean it that way. And then I said, okay, man, the fact that this guy has brought it to this platform, this thing, it means he has already done it. You know, and it was not giving him peace. Or he has attempted to do it, or he was planning to do it. So you could just see the disrespect upon women that is there even amongst people who are leaders giving advice. Even those must be brought back to the workshop. There should be a continuous in-service training for marriage. What do you say on this? Sure. That's shocking. But um, I guess, you know, Pastor, I, I agree with you when you talk about the issue of what marriage has become today. Mm. It has become more of, you know, it's about convenience more than anything. Mm. You know, we, I, I look at my pocket, I look at this person's pocket, and I'm thinking, well, look, if I could get into marriage with this one, I'll be set for life. You know, or I look mm. at the benefits basically, you know, this person is connected and all of that and it will benefit my business and things like that. Mm. So it's no longer about the fact that you are in love with this person and, you know, they speak to the vision that God has for your life and, you know, vice versa. So because of that, because of the issue that marriage has become about convenience, we find two people coming into marriage who are self-serving and very much selfish because they're looking out for their own interests. Mm. So it, is, it becomes very difficult for these two individuals to to see the value in servitude, to see the value in serving one another. Yeah. Because they are in the marriage to serve their needs, you know. And for you to get these people to that becomes almost impossible. Mm. And I agree with you that most married feminists that we've attended mostly focus on what the woman is doing wrong, what the woman should be. The woman must do this to keep the man. But a man, why should a man want uh, extra things to be done for them to be kept? Mm. Um, if really the person wanted to be in this marriage, there should be nothing particular that a woman needs to do to make sure that they keep or they stay in the marriage you know mm -hmm. there is nothing as painful of as as a woman to constantly be feeling like you are in competition with the next woman that passes by your husband yes. that is too much pressure on women it's just too much mm. and it's the pressure that men never have to feel because they know that we are truly committed to them. We are mm. in it for life with them. I wish the same could be with men, you know, going into it and saying, I'm in it for life. Um, I'm going to be selfless. It is going to be about you. 
you know. So if we could get that kind of um, um, attitude and kind of commitment in the marriage, then issues of servitude and servanthood would flow without any problems. But because we're in it and we're wondering what this one is about and whether they they in it for the real reason, um, it's a real big problem, you know. And what we see trending these days especially is that you've got these young pastors who have left their work and um, have pursued or have started churches elsewhere and, you know, don't have the financial means. And they are left with no choice but to marry rich. Mm. Excuse me for saying that, but, you know, this, this is an example of when I say people are now marrying for convenience. And if the setup is like that, there is no way that these people will see the value in servitude. It will always be about the woman that has the money who is taking care of or being a slave to this man who needs to be served. Hey, it is quite sad when we see those kinds of things really coming across. True seminars need to be done and um, a true, you know, balance of service is needed. And I can say, you know, if service uh, is not uh, really practiced properly, you know, there's no servitude and the right practice of such, we see all forms of disrespect coming across. And uh, we see all forms of alternations, you know. Uh, uh, It breaks the friendship. It breaks the fellowship. It breaks the oneness. It breaks the companionship. Then you see people now opting to do things with other people elsewhere secretly. And uh, we also see, you know, quite a lot of frustrations that is put on those who are somehow unfairly treated in this aspect. It's very important to look into this. Thank you so much, Sipati. I really appreciate the time you've given us tonight. Thank you so much, Pastor. Thank you for having me. And then, of course, how do people connect with you? Um, I'm on Facebook. My Facebook name is Sipati WD. I'm also on email. My email address is Sipati at mistrickwdfoundation.org. Aha. We'll talk again in the coming week. Blessings to you. Absolutely. Blessings to you, too. All right, coming up next, we are talking to Ndate James Mosele, Ndate Muruti. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co. Many people across South Africa are being blessed and encouraged by the Radio Pulpit devotional magazine, The Word for Today. This publication places the gospel of Jesus Christ in the hands of more than 100,000 people every day, inspiring every person, from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives in the streets. Each edition contains daily scripture-based devotionals and inspiring articles to help you grow spiritually. The booklet is given with the compliments of Radio Pulpit, but your donation, large or small, will help us to print the next edition and continue being the hope of the gospel to a world in desperate need. The word for today. Get yours today on 012-334-1200 or subscribe online at www.radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. 
you and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.